like the scoreline extra. I'm Shane O'Keefe, and what an absolute banger of a weekend we've after having in terms of GEA here in Kilkenny and Carlow. Of course, we had the Carlow Senior Football Championship. We'll be hearing from Rathvilly after they got their 10th title secured after an amazing victory over Air Oak. We'll also be hearing some post match from Glenmore and St. Lockton's, Mooncoin versus Tullerher, Ross Birkin, as well from the Camogie side of things after Dixborough defeated Pilltown and Mooncoin capping off a tremendous weekend for the community securing the junior championship we'll hear from Benny O'Regan and Jack Hyland as they've been selected to represent Ireland over at the Tekis World Masters now what is Tekis well just stick around and you'll find out we'll also hear from Joe Sheen about all the happenings in the Greyhound racing world first we're going to have to go to the Carlow Senior Football Championship here's post-match reaction from the Rathfilly players Pat Deering, I think you were on the 1983 team, if my memory serves me right. You were there thereabouts anyway. I know, Brendan, give me a chance now. I was, I was at the final, Brendan, in short, in short trousers, Brendan. I Listen, was. a great day for Philly, Pat. You're chairman of the club, fantastic. Yeah, it's a great, it's a super day, Brendan. I tell you, it's the day that you look forward to for a long time. It's a day that we've been waiting for for seven years now, unfortunately. The wait is over. It's always nice to win a final, but it's even nicer when you be here, Ogan, the finalists. And they've been a great team over the past number of years. They've been great ambassadors. It makes it even better when you beat a team that are outstanding and have been outstanding over the past number of years You did it in style Pat Yeah no, I knew coming in today you know we, we had a performance in us uh, we played in the last year's final here in August and we didn't play well we didn't turn up in the day uh, and we, let, we felt that we had a lot more to offer a few younger lads came onto the team since August I think they've got balance now to the team but youth and experience and you know coming into the last couple of weeks I felt that we were improving steadily last week we improved a good bit more and I felt today, you know, it was the day that we could do it, and fortunately we did. Yeah, Pat has proved to be a good manager. Yeah, Pat, Pat is an outstanding uh, manager, there's no doubt about it. When we were looking for a manager almost two years ago now, we sourced, or we, we toured the length and breadth of a lot of counties looking for a man, and then we came across Pat Ryan, and people would say, who's Pat Ryan? And, uh, you know, we found a man who had huge amount of experience, huge knowledge of football, huge knowledge of sport, uh, and he brought all that to bear uh, with the team we have. Uh, unfortunately, this bear fruit today for us. And from a Radville point of view, I mentioned on the commentary, proud people in Radville, 101st anniversary of Kevin Barry, and a few great things happened with the monument erected in the last week. What a great year to bring home the trophy. Absolutely, it's a great year. You know, we're, we're proud in Radville of, of all, all, everything we do. We're a small area. Uh, it's 38 years since we won our first championship. Uh, we've been tonight, today is our 19th final in 38 years. 10 wins? T- uh, nine, actually, Brendan. Is tonight the 10th, no? No, I think the ninth is today is the 9th. Uh, we should have won a few more, Brendan, there's no doubt about that, but they're all, they're all important and all very sweet. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're very proud of what we do. Uh, we try hard to do more and all is try to achieve as much as we can. Uh, but when we when we do win, as it is today, we make the best of it. We can look forward to next week, Pat. We're all up to M7, M9, up to RD, I think it's going to be. Maybe draw it, but it's in County Louth anyway. Absolutely. You know, we're looking forward to that. Obviously, uh, we probably have a couple of days to do a little bit of celebrating, maybe first of all. But we get back down to brass tacks uh, in the middle of the week and look forward to next weekend. Yeah, fine team. They've really played well. They had a great year, unbeaten, uh, very successful in the league campaign of the championship, and to win today and beat a good Aroke team who were in the Leinster final last time it was played. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we uh, you know, we actually we, when we played Aroke in the league final here in I think it was July now at this stage, uh, we felt that we had the best of a good team. Uh, we were disappointed, obviously, in August with performance last last year's final in August uh, and we upped the performance since that and uh, thankfully today uh, it was our day well well done Pat thanks very much Brendan well Thank done. You. see you next Sunday thanks mate thank you thanks Pat
Alan, well done here with Rad Billy. I won't say a long time, but you're one of the season campaigners. Yeah. That's, that's a terrific day for the club. Yeah, it's terrific, yeah. It's a long time going on now, and I thought we were running out of time as well. Here, all we're getting stronger, and it looked like we were fading away, but thankfully today we stood up and got one on the board. Yeah, I just said it to Pat there, talking about talking to the lads. It was a great, complete, all round team performance. It was, yeah. Some of the young lads coming on there, super players, and we kind of felt last night that we were building something nice. We went well all week, lads were focused, and we kind of got the feeling last night and in the warm up today that something good, big was going to happen, and thankfully it did. Yeah. Is that your second county medal now? Four now. Four you have all together, have you? Yeah. How long are you playing? Yeah. Yeah. Two, more. Two. Two. I thought you. I thought he was younger than that, Brian. I thought he was younger than that. You were four. Four now. And I'm starting to feel old now. Yeah. 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 I get five and then we'll head. You're not 35 now, are you? I'm 35 now. The lad told me that was in school, because he's 35 as well. Yeah, Brian Murphy, your captain. Yeah. yeah well, listen, well, then you're four. Four. Folks, he is four. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Great day for the family. Yeah, he's yeah, great. Everyone. Your mother's your number one fan. I do uh, know that yeah, because she... Dolores keeps me informed. Yeah, I had a tough old last had a tough year. Mother yeah. was sick. Yeah, so a great day for her today. Yeah, nice for her to be there to see that again. So yeah, well, that's great. great for the family. Yeah, thanks very much. Well, listen, Alan, well done. Your husband been a great campaigner with Brad Fillion. Well done yeah. today. Thank you very much. Well, well done. Uh, Brendan Murphy and Robbie Malloy. Jamie, Brendan, this is a magnificent day for the Radville people and in particular for the Radville team. Well done, Robbie. Well done to you also. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. Um, the years passed by fairly quickly. It's seven years since since we last won it and we kind of got to the stage where we just weren't good enough and couldn't get over the line but I think this year was different and we came into the game confident enough and we just went to work and, and got the job done thank God We've said it to everybody about youth and experience you two lads are two inter-county experienced players but your young players looking at Parik Deering, Josh, Connor, all these young fellas Brendan I know I'm just mentioning three to them it's you Jake Elliott great young men yeah, no, they're, they're brilliant footballers. And then we have a young lad that came in there, cornerback, Derek Horn, he's only yeah. 17. These lads have serious, serious futures ahead. And, and like Brian said, up in the stand, there's great stuff going on with the club. And they, it's sky's the limit for these boys going ahead, going forward. And I just be envious that I'm not back at their age. But phenomenal young lads, phenomenal trainers. And just we needed a boost of kind of youth and just a bit of kind of, I suppose, excitement in the team and the broad. And the guys over the line today. How about the two saves this fellow made near the end? I just said to him there before you put the phone up here, I just said they're two of the best saves I've ever seen. When when I saw Marty in, I was like, you know, I was like, it's going to be a drawn game. Pulled it off, and then the second one, the first save. That, if that goal went in the game could have changed yeah. that was the most important one but the, the second one was absolutely phenomenal I don't think I've ever seen a save as good as that in Dr Cullen Park yeah. Great day as I said Brendan I come to Robbie now in a moment a great day for all your families great day for the club and Pat Ryan great manager Yeah no great Pat came in and he's just brought a bit of life to us and just likes to tell a story or two and lads just bought into it we were disappointed after after last year we, we kind of felt we left it we left it probably a bit too nice there last year and we just said look we've been going well we had a tough semi-final against Bankstown prepared well and um, yeah I think we're fully deserving of being county champions today uh, Brian your brother gave me a bit of stick when I was interviewing Alan Kelly I said Alan is that your second it was his fourth I didn't realise he was as round and long but uh, for that, that for you Brendan is that no no unfortunately no, not three, four now. Yeah, three, three for yeah. me the boys have won extra from 2004 Alan Alan Robbie, oh. these boys, no, the boys are around 17 years, 17 years playing senior football is, yeah. a, is a serious commitment and they're just die-hard club men and Brian there, to, Brian the last few games I think he scored nearly 130 in three games. So. He came into this game at 239. Yeah, so look, they, they're die-hard men, die-hard, die-hard club men and they just want to, want us to win and they drove us, them along with the young lads, drove us forward today. We want you to win next week, Brendan, you look forward to loads, you'll know a few of these fellas, Sam Mulray, JP Rooney are on this low team but uh, Radfilly won't be found wanting next Sunday. No, like, I suppose they're over talking about getting the Leinster finals and stuff like that we're after beating our oak so why can't we aim the same well listen the very best of luck Brendan thanks for that Robbie well done two excellent saves you're getting loads of credit you don't believe
believe me, you can ask your father. I told him last night that I had a serious grow for Radville. It was a brilliant year, and well done to yourself. Brilliant all year. Thanks, Brendan. Yeah, um, back up what Brendan said, it was belief, belief throughout the year that we were going to go over the line this year, I suppose. Uh, the county final earlier on this year, last year's county final, kind of we were hurt for man. It's after kicking us on, pushing us over comfort zone as well to, to, to get over the line today. Will, will you describe in commentary that your kick out are one of the best one of the best uh, kick out men you vary it very well, uh, Robbie and ninety nine times out of hundred Ratfilly when you're on possession on your kick outs. Excellent. But your two saves at the end. You made more than two, but those two at the end uh, really were the turning point in the end. Yeah I suppose as Brendan said, as the Mortoware one I suppose <laughs> in the right place at the right time I suppose it went the right way. Um yeah, it could have the game could have changed then I think I think uh, we went up the field and got a score off that, I think. So, yeah, credit to the lads out the field then as well. They were able to turn it up and go up and get the score, a vital score. You have plenty of experience. You've played in goal for Carlo for numerous years. You'll still be around inter-county football. Ratville now in the Leinster Championship. Haven't been there in quite a while. Seven years. I think it was Clary. He played in the first round in Tullamore, if my memory serves me right. But uh, on to County Lout now next weekend. You're surely looking forward to this, Robbie. It'll shorten the winter. If you can get Ratville, you can give the Carlo Ovians a bit of a run here. Everyone will be behind you because yeah. this is a good Ratville team. Yeah, a good Ratville team. I suppose, like you t- touched on it there, the youth and experience is, is unreal. Like, and, and lads on the line there as well. Connor O'Neill. Whoever I'm leaving out, Luke. Conor O'Neill there, Dermot Gavin is there, Luke Coleman, uh, Jeffrey's around the while, I know, yeah. Parik Byrne, Parik Week, Jack Nolan, John Corkin, but Parik Deering, he's 19, I think Dara Curran, 17. Yeah, serious, it's for the boys, serious, and Dara Curran, I think he done very well on uh, Colin Hulton there as well, so excellent, excellent yeah, from the well, listen, well done, I look forward to seeing you next Sunday, and the very best of luck, let's hope you pull off a few great saves, let's hope you don't have any of the saves exactly. that you have to make. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> Robbie, thanks a million. Thank you, so, thank, man, you. thank you. Ed Finnegan, you won your first for Radville in 2004. You've won your fourth in 2021. What about that? It's a long great time, performance. Right? I know, Jesus, it's great to go over the line. They're an unbelievable team. It's just we weren't going to be bet today. Yeah, it was. It was there. It was. It was on the wall, wasn't it, during the year that this could be Radville's year? You've, you were very consistent. Oh, we were consistent, but we were kind of limping away there too. Like, and we were getting better and better as it went on. And just the feeling we had there, probably two months ago, losing last year's county final, we were just. We weren't going to be back again, you know. Yeah, it was a great performance. You must be impressed with all the younger fellas on the team, apart from all the experienced fellas. I won't say the older fellas, but the experienced fellas like yourself and Brendan and Brian and uh, Robbie with two fantastic saves at the end. Yeah, no, the lads are going well for the age of them. And I'm a great day for all the family. Is the family here with you, Ed? Oh, yeah, the whole family here. No, it's, it's an unbelievable day for us knowing this. Well, well done. You'll enjoy this one and we can look forward to next week as well. You've plenty of experience from an inter-county point of view as well, so onwards and upwards to County Louth next week. Ah, please, God, no, we'll settle down there too. Or Wednesday, and we'll, there's no point going up there thinking any other way. We'll have to go up and put in a performance and hopefully give it a go. And we'll win, yeah. Okay, well, listen, well done, and thanks very much. Yeah, go, man. Thanks, thanks go, man. Tony, um, I leave the best wine to last. <laughs> the season campaigner, Tony. You're planning on retiring, but you just can't. Radvilli are going from strength to strength. You're playing in Leinster next Sunday afternoon. Well done. A great day for Radvilli and its people. Yeah, really, really nice, I suppose. Um, look, we've, we've awful time for Airog, and I think they realise that there's an awful kind of uh, competition there between the clubs. Has been for a long, long time, and uh, it was great to get a win over them today. Fair, fair play to Airog, they're great champions. But, you know, we were coming, we were coming. We probably did ourselves a little bit of injustice in the 2020 final a few months ago, and, and we, we just went back to the drawing board, and we really built 
for today great mix of youth and experience in our team and look we hopefully we can go on now and represent Carlo in, in the Leinster and hopefully people get behind us yeah you were uh, happy today Tony you had some great days in that Red Philly jersey some yeah. tough days in the Red Philly jersey but I think today probably caps it all does it yeah it does like I started in 98 my first game was against Airog and I lost it as a young fella and uh, look if, if this is the end for me I don't know I'll, I'll see how the body goes but if it is it's nice to beat Airog it's the first one I won against him so it, you know it's, it's always nice to beat the boys are at the top and they are the top they are always going to be there and, and uh, really really nice but you know I only got a couple of minutes but even at that it mattered yeah to come in and I got a couple of involvements and, and you know to play with some of the players I've played with in Ratfilly and, and you know my days at Carlo it's been, it's been a pleasure yeah well you keep yourself in great condition I have to give you credit on that you were, I know you're involved with the military and you're always fit fellas and that side of things but uh, you know, keep yourself well but you're surely a man of your calibre experience you're surely now looking forward to a Leinster campaign it's really something to focus on Tony yeah no for sure like and, and that's always the, the carrot there you know you, you get a chance where, where the whole county you hope will get behind you and we'll, we'll enjoy today and we'll probably enjoy tomorrow and then we'll, we'll reset and we'll go like you know turning the bodies around now will be a big thing there'll be no easy job going to Loud next week I don't even know who the Loud champions are but we'll, we'll reset we've great management there they'll get a bit of homework done and we'll go after it and uh, look hopefully people will, will be willing to travel and, and, and follow us now and hopefully we can do something we haven't gone great a couple of times we've won it in the past we haven't gone great but hopefully we can we can go a bit further this time you said a lot there on what you said you don't know who the Loud champions are you had one eye and winning a Carla County title they can worry about them next that's for sure yeah you never you never look beyond you, ne- you can never look beyond their rogue and that's that's reality and that's that's from the heart their rogue are, are a great team and a great club and uh, to beat them is the pinnacle in Carlo in my opinion and uh, look we've had a lot of sad days against their rogue a lot of hard days but today is a really sweet one and we'll enjoy it well, listen you take it easy now tonight I want to see you in County Loud next Sunday after dinner 1 o'clock Tony it's early so go to bed early Saturday night thanks very much Brennan. thank man. you well, well done today good thank man we're delighted for you good man thank you <laughs> Rathvilly now look on to Leinster. Now we're going to switch our attention to Glenmore versus St. Lockton's, the intermediate final. Just a huge second half performance from Glenmore. Here's the post-match reaction. How are you? Wall, manager, manager of Glenmore, county intermediate champions. Is there days like this or this when you went down to Glenmore, was this always the one you had to get? Well, look, I suppose when you said days like this, you know, where else would you want to be on, on, a, on a November, middle of November and the sun beating down your face and most importantly, uh, you know, winning our backs, like, you know, it's just it's been fantastic. Uh, look, you do dream of these things wherever you go and you always think, like, you know, if you can be there, thereabouts, like, just, you know, give it a good shot and absolutely delighted. It's kind of, as I said earlier on, it's nearly surreal in some respects because, like, you build up for it, you build up for it and all of a sudden, like, the plug is pulled and, you know, you're county champions, like, you know, absolutely delighted absolutely delighted for look most importantly for, for the players like what they've sacrificed all year you know and we said that these guys have been training individually they've been training together as a squad and every time they've met up they've just decided that they want to drive things on like you know people mention about Glenmore the pro tradition they have and Dickie Wall went down there they mentioned about the facilities they have but you can have all the facilities they like if you don't have the players and you have the experience of the Murphys and Alvers, but the young lads today, again, when you were in a battle, the young lads came good, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And look, it took us a while, probably, maybe to get to get into the game to probably reach that that intensity. But you know, once they got their legs, particularly the younger lads, you know, we started to get to work, and, and that's that's been our motto all year. Like, you know, let's get to work and see see what happens. But you, you mentioned facilities, yeah, top class, and 
Look, I know it's easy for me to say now, but like you know, the people like Glenmore, what they do behind the scenes is just absolutely fantastic. There's a crew down there that are training every single night, giving up their free time, their spare time, I should say, and, and they're just trying to drive the young lads on. And look, it's for them today. Fresh would ask questions of you in the opening 20 minutes. They put pressure on your players, they put pressure on the management team. Yeah. You're under a bit of pressure in the opening 20 minutes. Yeah, look, and that's credit. That's credit to Stephen Farrell and, and, and his players. Look, they, they've been, I suppose, what people didn't realise, you know, they've been there, thereabouts for the last three years. Should have beaten Thomastown last year as, as well, bar, bar a, a, you know, an injury to one of their key players. They were magnificent, and that's what we spoke about, that they'd maybe try and go up through the centre and, you know, I suppose our, our tactic was it went through that that we try and match them for that intensity and that just didn't happen. First 15 minutes there was only one team in it and possibly this, you know, the second quarter we broke even maybe. You know, but look again, like I said, I know the scoreboard probably doesn't reflect a tight game but look, all throughout the game it, it was a tight game. You summed up the first half very well but it was the third quarter when it really mattered. You scored 1-8 to their one point yeah. and whatever you did or the rest of you guys did something was said at half time that really ignited you because it didn't look that... that performance was going to come up to the first 30 minutes but well, 1-8 was a super yeah yeah exactly looking at half time we just had to go back and just, just getting back to basics and trying to get our system, system right and as you're well aware in American football it's called <laughs> the, the moving quarter yeah. and uh, look that's what it was for us like you know like you know, Freshwood had a, had, a, had a chance there maybe at the start of that third quarter to get a score but didn't capitalise on it and, and we kind of kicked on from there and you know yourself you know when, when these players get a bit of room they, they will cause damage Dickie, I suppose that third quarter again we mentioned about the Leicester players but the Alwars the family in the community and in the small club it's valuable when you see the, the closeness of the community it doesn't when you see the Murphys, the Alwars the, and you name other families the Hardys it makes yeah, a difference yeah. in a small club doesn't it? Yeah it's huge it's huge like, and, you know the Glenmore club has been through a lot this year as with every other club in the county as well they lost a young individual uh, to, to Linnellis at the start of the year and that was kind of upheld our training so look our, our regards and our thoughts of their parents as well today but getting back to those families like you know and same as you know yourself and Grey Bally Callan it's the same below Mullivan it's families that drive on clubs and, and long may that continue Dickie Wall you have uh, a consignment I think in Westmeath in two weeks time I think and I'm sure you haven't thought about that someone mentioned Westmeath but today you're intermediate champions congratulations well done appreciate that thanks for all the work Man, thank good you lad. Thanks, thanks, lad. good lad Owen Murphy, Glenmore, brilliant day of hurling you've done over the years. This must be one of your proudest days. Uh, best day of my life, to be honest, Ronnie. Um, yeah, this is incredible now. 2005, I remember being over in the old stand, uh, roaring my eyes out, and Glenmore got relegated here. So, this is the best day. Well, unbelievable. Owen Murphy, you've had, as I said, many tremendous days. Yeah. You had a tricky opening 20 minutes with James Mary, you knew him well. Yeah. You're the life lynch, whether you like it or not, of Glenmore. And that battle was a huge battle. Huge and you had battle. to dig deep. Look, it wasn't good enough for myself. I suppose the first 15 minutes I wasn't sharp enough on the break. And look, yeah, um, you know, a big occasion. Everybody sort of fucking steps up for it. Excuse language, sorry. Everybody steps up to it, but do you know what I mean? And just got to grips with him then. And it was a tiff and hat battle between the two of us. And Jimmy's an unbelievable hurler. Um, you know, but I just felt like we, we got on top all over the field. And it helped hugely. It helped me centre back where I was struggling. And the boys gave me a dig out. So it was a team at the end of the day. And, that's why I wanted out here. Now, I only said the opening 15 minutes, Owen Murphy. And then <laughs> Owen Murphy dictated the game, as he's done all year. But Owen, you were the first one to credit. The young lads around you are excellent as well, aren't they? Unbelievable. Now, the last three um, underage groups that have coming up, Ronnie, we've, I don't know, it's about 15 or 16 guys there and a great attitude. And as Jar mentioned there, 
we've unbelievable facilities below and like I don't want to be harping on about a small parish like but we, we, we are reasonably small I suppose in comparison to some others um, but we've we've top class we've top class facilities down there um, and that's all just like a serious community effort like you know and um, the boys coming up through a great drive about and helps hugely like this is just it's unbelievable Owen Murphy thanks very much for taking time good lad well done again well done boy good man Sammy Dullard, a man with huge tradition in Glenmore, a proud Glenmore man, and you're throwing your uh, in with the with the Glenmore man. You must be so delighted at after today. Thrilled, Ronnie. Um, this is 16 years in the waiting. Obviously, up to now we weren't good enough, but I, from the bottom of my heart, to the players that drove this on. Um, from the first minute, myself and Decky, Morris and John came in, and from the first time we went on a Zoom meeting, there was something there. I could sense something was there, and. The big, the big thing for me was, was the Danesport match. That was savage. Um, it was our first win in 16 years at Nolan Park. Um, we hadn't won an intermediate match here. Once we won that one, then we carried on. So it was huge, huge. Um, and then we came into the Thomastown match then, and look, as everyone probably wasn't giving us a chance. But like, the players, I, I, I just keep emphasizing on those players. Like, we gave them a night off after Danesport, and they said no. We gave them a night off after Thomastown, and they said no two weeks time is the county final and hey that second half performance came out there today look Danes, or we knew that Fresh were going to put in a serious shift but that second half performance we, we could see it since it coming just at half time said yeah we're starting to get on top now and the third quarter for me that's what won it but to the players to a man 44 or 5 whatever I was talking about serious shift Shame you heard with great families in Glenmore yes. Salamis the Heffern and the Welches the O'Connors yes. there's great families here and great community here isn't there they are, yeah. Look, it's, there's a lot of work going on underage, like, it's, and there's serious work going on. Like, it's, yeah, we've, we've young guys coming every year, and like, that's what's going to make a panel. Like, is you have to have them coming, like, isn't serious work from the senior chair from John Elward down, and to the juvenile chair, Pat Fielding there as well. There's a lot of work going on underage, and uh, look, it's, you can have all the best plans in the world, but if the players don't buy into it, it's no good. And the players bought into this. Like, as we done over 80 training sessions, not one, not one running session did we do in training. Everything was with the ball, and the players bought into that, bought into everything that we did. Couldn't fault any of those players to a man, one to 44 or 5, whatever it was. Yes, Ronnie, there is tradition in Glenmore, but look as, look, as you move on, you give a little bit back, and that's all we're doing. I'm representing, we have a great club down there. We have 290 members in an in-house lotto down there, and I'm only one of those 290. We've fantastic facilities down there um, look as we would have spent the guts of 1.2 million on that debt is gone it's free we're, we're cleared as of uh, the month of October and 40 years to the day when we won the intermediate here we are back now senior again going back to the match yeah. we're under pressure at half time Glenmore yeah. were down a goal yeah. you made a crucial change in the line bringing Alan Murphy to the middle of the field yeah, we just felt we needed to get Alan more into it. Like, and look, like, it's Alan a load of experience here. Like, and we said we could get him into it. Look, we were saying that look, if we could stay with Freshford up to the last fifteen minutes, that our legs would take over. But the, last, the third quarter was savage. Like, Owen Murphy, one to yeah, one, Owen Murphy getting on top of James Marr was serious. And that point, Owen Murphy got there to serious. Gerald were inside. Like, look, as I said it to, I said it to Gerald was father going back five or six years ago, and I said it to the Murphy's father, Paddy. I said, it's going to take us. Owen is going to be in his early 30s and Jerry's is going to be in his late, late 20s where we're going to win a county title for a contestant senior title. And to the day, here we are. I, I'm absolutely delighted. Thrilled. As a Glenmore man and as a, a man that's 
loves your club so much yes. you do need your big men playing well on a big day and exactly. your big men did now I know your young lads were excellent yes. but your big men were excellent they were very good like it's the Murphy yeah the, the Murphys were very good um, look it's Ger Marky Marky Edwards yeah. like it's look everyone was writing off Marky Edwards Colin Doherty came in there everyone was writing off Shawnee Duggan last said what are you doing with Owen Elwar full back and all this but boy to a man there today we did, they didn't panic and even at half time, we didn't panic. And like what you said, yeah, the big men, but like, Robbie Fitz caught three brilliant balls there. And that's the difference. Like, you need, like, you're always going to have your 10 or 12 that's going to hurl away. But what are the other three or four going to do? Are they going to work their socks off? And that's what they did. But the players didn't panic. And I keep coming back to the players. They were savage today. Absolutely savage. Jamie Dullard, proud Glenn Moore man. Well done and thanks. Thanks a million, Ronnie. Okay, good luck. Fair to you, Good man. Intermediate to junior. We're going to hear some post-match from James Marr, manager of Mooncoin. James Marr, manager of Mooncoin. Great day for Mooncoin. Great day for James Marr, but it's all about the hurlers, of course. Oh, yeah, look, listen, <clears throat> for the club of Mooncoin, Adrian, it's it's been a fantastic weekend, really. The, the women won uh, yesterday, the junior camogie title, and the boys today, like the Look, you talk about character. We were, they got a great start. Uh, I think the first quarter could have been one six to three down after fifteen, and you're there wondering, please, you know, on a day like today, you know, you have to dig in, you have to win that ball that you shouldn't be able to win. And uh, we, I said, the big thing, Ronnie, for us is that that first quarter, I think we were six one down in breaks. We were at alive in the middle third, and we spoke to them about it. We tried to crowd it out, put them under a bit of pressure, but from the from the second quarter on they were immense just immense I'm so proud of every single one of them a lot of people give out about the water breaks in Hurling Moonkind won't give out about the water breaks today no 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 we were happy enough to get them in after 15 until you'll have a chat because Tuller got a real run as there were, there were a lot of space inside and even when we did uh, in that second quarter go a point up right on the, on the stroke of uh, half time to get a goal you know and you think it was a bit of a sucker punch but the boys you know they knew themselves at that stage that they were back in the game and there was a big 30 minutes ahead and you know to a man they were just outstanding James, Munkine are a very proud hurling team uh-huh. and over the last few years were down in junior for maybe too long and you knew well, going down to people you knew going down game, to um, Munkine what, the job, what the job was oh, absolutely look they've, as Tom Murphy said to me you know they, they've put huge work into Munkine with uh, facilities and uh, huge amount into the into with uh, the underage structures in Munkine over the last few years and uh, the job was to get back up to intermediate <coughs> and uh, Tom said look listen we want to put a, a set up together that, uh, that can you know we, we feel we have the players and you know give it two years and see where we go and it took us two years Adrian like, a lot of work went into those guys and they, they were just fantastic but we'd said, uh, I suppose the, the, the big thing for me when you, when you get to days like today like you, you can't play when that final whistle goes Ron, you just can't play it like, you, know. you, play, you ask players to play on the edge and play with a bit of energy Mankind, yeah. those young lads and they're very young we must say they're going to be a very attractive and maybe decent team now at intermediate I mean not only can they, were they a good junior team and a very good junior team but now they'll, yeah. get, they'll offer a lot to intermediate hurling as a young will, team will. the big thing we spoke about all week to the players is mindset Adrian right that drives their attitude it'll drive their behaviour and it drives their performance and if that's there then the result will come eventually you know but the, the mindset was right all week and we knew going into it and they're a young team but they're you know, they're mad to learn they're mad to work and you know they're mad to win and I, t- I guarantee you one thing the confidence these young lads will get from that today is just huge James Marr we talk about confidence you had a great year with Tullerone you were involved with Tullerone 
and of course you'll have a great interest in this intermediate fine with Freshford Oh sure it's been an unbelievable year Adrian uh, with Tullerone look you, you spoke about clubs that I've been involved with I couldn't be with uh, two better clubs and then my own as well in St Lactans as well so like you know looking up to be Freshford here in intermediate final today we'll talk about two clubs with history and tradition Tullerone and Moonkine are, are you know they're just phenomenal and uh, two fantastic clubs to work with and real genuine honest good hurling people there James Mary talking about genuine you're one of the genuine lads you're putting a huge effort in all over the years it's great to see you getting the award well done thanks Adrian so much ok Tom Murphy chairman of Moonkine brilliant day for Moonkine Ah uh, yeah, Ronnie, huge, huge. I, I can't really explain how much it means to the people in Munkine. Uh It's just massive. Like we, you'd see by the, the, the crowd or understand, like there's a massive, massive GA support in Munkine. Our Camogie team won the Junior County Final yesterday in Callan. There's a huge crowd at it. They're all here again today. And this is a game changer for us, Ronnie. There's, there's a lot of really good work being done at underage level, Camogie, adult, the whole way across the board in Munkine. We have a fantastic club. But we needed this win today. We really, really did. And... Uh, I'm just so thankful to all the players and management. Uh, the work they put in all the year, no stone left in turn. And I mean, you can see, uh, once we, we got a bad start, Tuller came at us, but once we got going, the boys played some fantastic hurling and absolute, I'm full of admiration for him, absolute credit to him. Tom, yesterday the women put you under a certain element of pressure, but you, I spoke to you during the year and you told me that you had to win it. You just felt that pressure that this group of young lads needed to get out of it, junior hurling because, as you said, you have tremendous facilities, but maybe too much was put into the facilities and maybe you took your eye off the ball for the last few years. Yeah, absolutely. As I say, we've, we've loads of hurlers, Ronnie. Uh, we've loads of good hurlers. We've loads of lads that want to hurl. And it's the same with the Camogie. The numbers are fantastic. Uh, underage numbers are fantastic. But we needed to win the Junior Championship. Simple as that. As I say, all we're missing is a team to follow. You know, a, pro- a proper team. We're going intermediate now next year. Same with the girls. We live for it down Munkine, Ronnie. That's what it's all about. And uh, it, it's, it's just so important to us. The, the start, I could see the pressure on the boys' shoulders with the start they had today. There's you know they can feel it as well it's, it's huge tradition is huge in Munkine and uh, it, it just had to be done it, it was vital and thank God we got over the line Tom I came in as a supporter I was on this side of the field but the atmosphere as you rightly said from the supporters from fairness from Tuller and Munkine as you said there's huge genuine people in a lot of clubs but Munkine have been starred of success haven't they? They have they have and you're, you're talking about genuine supporters I mean the amount of messages I got this morning and the whole lot like was, was just off the wall and, and hats off to I, I was in the complex, the GA complex in Munkine last night. The boys were having a quick meeting. And four lads from Tullerone arrived in. Peter Holland, Shem Dunn, Simon Walton and, and, and Mikey Welch arrived in the door. And I said, lads, it's up, man, what, what am I missing here? And they said, Tom, we come down to wish you the best luck tomorrow. I mean, Munkine and Tullerone go back a long, long, long way. But it's, and, and that's just an example of how genuine the, G, the, G, the normal GAA support there is. Like. Same thing with Tuller. Huge club and huge tradition. Like. It's, it's, you know, unfortunately, only one team can win, but uh, hey, we're just delighted. Tom Murphy, Chairman, Moonkine, well done. Thanks, Ron. Here in John Knox Park, joined by the cornerback for Moonkine, Marianne. Talk us through that. We're after having a little brief conversation, but I think that is a story worthwhile telling to everybody. Yeah, so um, this time last year, I basically I was diagnosed with stage 3 Hodgkin's lymphoma. And um, the first thought that came into my head when I was sitting in that doctor's office was, Jesus, can I play camogie next year now? And like that kind of would not even enter people's minds yeah. at some stage. But this is 
this is my life. Those girls on that panel are my family. And um, Joe rang me at around Christmas time and said, look, what's the story, Marianne? Like, we're putting in a second team. What do you want to do? Do you want to be regraded? And I said, no, like, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be regraded, I won't push myself to try and get on the first team. If I'm worthy or if I'm good enough to get on that first team, I'm going to push myself. And I actually didn't realise how hard it would be to get back onto that first team. Like I trained throughout the six months I was on treatment from January to June. I only finished five months ago there on Tuesday. And um, I played my first match on the second team in August. And I said, look, I'm getting better. I can see improvements every week. So I am going to keep pushing myself and see where I go. Let's take it easy. The girls on the team have been my saving grace. They got me through the six months and have been keeping me going throughout the last two months. So um, I said in July, if I got five minutes in that county final this year, I would be more than happy. And to start and get 55 to 60 minutes today has been, it's been emotional. So It really was. And even when you're coming off the field, like I'm not <laughs> going to lie, I didn't know your story. And then when I, when you came off the field, the uproar of emotions that just went through the stand there, people yeah. standing up and you telling them all to stay quiet. I know, Sarah I was like, Crowley, this one must be a right character on this team. Sarah Crowley thought the match was finished when, I was, <laughs> when everyone started shouting. Look, the, the parish have been an absolute backbone to me the last six months. I would not be where I am today only for that panel of 30 young ones now. They have just been absolutely amazing and the four managers, my family and friends, you know, like when you're told that you have cancer, you kind of just nearly submit to this dark hole where I didn't, I kept uh, kept coming up, Komogi saved me and it was worth all the pain and the sickness and everything all throughout the year this moment is what I'm going to remember from this year, not being sick this is the moment, the 13th of November up in Callum so, like this is the real icing on the cake, yeah. for not just you but for as you've mentioned, for all those mm-hmm. girls even throughout everything that you've been through yeah. what's been going on the last 18, 24 months mm-hmm. in, across the world. Yeah. You're yeah. an inspiration oh. to women, kids all over the place. But talk us through that game. First four balls came in, you came out with. <laughs> there was nobody getting past you today. No, like, I suppose, well, I look at it like, you know, Derek and Joe and me and John were like, you know, just focus on what you've been through and put it out there on the field. You've been through worse and I have been through worse. So I was, I did not want to lose this match today. I was so reared up all week. With the week that's in it, like it was a a year ago this week where I actually found the lump. So it was a very emotional week for me all together. And then we had this leading up. So I just, I was so focused on this match and winning because I wanted to make it a good week. I didn't want to remember this week as the year that my life changed. I want to remember this week now as the year that our whole panel has to look forward to for next year. So... Yeah. Like I must say, like I'm actually getting welled up here. So like it's such an amazing story. Like and to see that you're so positive. Like you are lit- you're just smiling from <laughs> ear to ear here right now. And even just talking about the girls and talking about the match, you love it. I do. And you know, like I live and breathe it. Um, you know, like I've been nowhere near as the quality of standard the most of the girls up there. But you know, when you work hard and you just fucking earn your spot on the team. Like there's 30 young ones there that have the rightful place on that team so to be picked 
especially only after finishing treatment five months ago. It's it's a nice feeling that, you know, the people believe in me that I actually can do it. So it yeah. certainly is. <laughs> and Moonkind is going to be rocking tonight. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then if the men win tomorrow, you'll have to close the party for the next few weeks, I think. <laughs> we'll have to put a dome around yeah, or something. Yeah, well, yeah. Marianne, congratulations. Thanks for sharing Thanks your story. Much, for Enjoy me. your the next couple of days. I'm sure it'll be very quiet and civilised over Moonkind. Ah, and the it. very best of luck at Intermediate so next much, year. Joined here by Sarah Crowley from Moonkine after Moonkine have defeated Hilltown in the junior county final. Sarah, this has been a long time coming. Tell us how you're feeling. Oh, you can say that again. It's definitely been a long time coming. It's first of all a relief more than anything, but words can't describe it. Like we just put everything out there today and thanks be to God it was enough to get us over the line. So We've we've had the heartache and we've had the disappointment year in, year out, but thankfully today now we're on the, the right side of things. I suppose kind of coming into the match, I'm not going to lie, I had she hotly tipped as favourites for this championship, but that game by no means reflects, you know, the scoreline doesn't reflect the toughness and physicality of that game out there. No, and we probably heard it a bit too much that we were going in as favourites and Favourites means nothing come today and we knew we had a battle ahead of us whether we were favourites or not. Um, we knew Piltown, they were training with a senior team all year round. They were going to have that little extra bit in them and by God did they put up the battle to us and it was, oh, I don't even know what to say, like it was just unbelievable to get over that line today. There is one person I have to mention on your team. I was only made aware of her story, but Marianne, a cornerback. How is it like to see her being able to get 50, 55 minutes out for there today? Look, there's nothing you could say about Marianne. She's an absolute inspiration to anyone who mightn't have be their full health or a bit under the weather. She is just one inspiring girl. Like this time last year, she was after getting some bad news. Didn't know what her future held at that time, but come now the, our first match of the championship by god marianne was there ready to go and she was not leaving her place go again so it's just and for even for us as a team like that was just such a, like if she could get through a battle her own personal battle like that there was no way we weren't getting through our battle on the field so yeah no she she's an inspiration she's a credit to her family and and all of us in mankind to be to be playing alongside of her now this year and we're kind of heading up to intermediate ranks next year. Are we looking forward to it? How do we feel about it? I know it's only been blessed for days after the final. Well, I can tell you, Anya, we'll be definitely looking forward to the next few days anyway. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, and then, yeah, sure, look look at the village now. They won junior last year and they're com competing in a county final um, now tomorrow. So what's to say we can't do the same next year and drive it on. So... Ah, oh, yeah, we'll worry about that now, after a few days. <laughs> and we'll I'm sure we'll kind of be rocking tonight. Oh, by God, it will. And hopefully now we're the start of a, a, a winning weekend among kind of fellas are out now tomorrow. So we'll be behind them tomorrow and then hopefully it'll be a double celebration. So all, all down to one kind. <laughs> That's great. Thanks very much, Aaron. <laughs> Laura Wall, first of all, congratulations. County Junior Champions rolls off the tongue very nicely. 
I know, it is wicked we waited this long, isn't it? It sounds so good, but look, it was worth the wait. Thank God, thanks be to God, yeah. You were part of a dynasty that has lost many a final, including last year. We know it was heartbreak losing out to the village. You came back a lot stronger this year and proved it to everyone how much of a champion you could be. And by God, did you prove it today? Yeah, no, look, I suppose the hurt the last year really drove us on. And the year before, really, we lost out to St. Clair's in the semi-final by a point and they went on to win it. So there has been a lot of heartbreak and we've kept that at the back of our minds all the time and we've been training in the wet and the cold and everything else and um, all we've ever worked on those ourselves and improving ourselves and even after we lost the league final earlier this year by a point and we had a good chat and dressed ourselves down after that and all we talked about was being honest and I think that's what everyone gave here today and thankfully it paid off. Yeah, I know we were talking to Derek on Tuesday with the podcast and he was saying this, that even the buzz around the village and the whole lot was great but to have everyone training and that the camaraderie was there with yourselves was evident. You know, it really showed there today that everyone from 1 to 15, you really work for one another. Yeah, and you know what, I'd actually say 1 to 30. Um, whether you're on the field or outside the white line, everyone gave trained equally as hard and drove us on equally as much for the 60 minutes. But um, it's been a huge boost for the club and we really echo the One Club initiative in Munkine and we do consider ourselves all the One Club and they support us as we support them. As Derek said during the week, we're rooting for them, they're rooting for us and I wish them now all the best tomorrow and hopefully this will give them a lift going into it. Yeah, your dad just said the very same thing to me, like even the facilities <laughs> from... The yeah, man. yeah. Well, I'll ask that question. What's it like to have the owl for the train and the team when you're playing? <laughs> oh, sure, Jesus, look. It's good and bad. <laughs> I know, look, I, I, I'm... That my father's trained me since I'm able to walk, so having him up in Munkine training me is no different than having him in the back garden training me. It's even better, if nothing else, so it made it extra special. Yeah, he's been there a long time. He nearly is Mr Munkine Kamogi <laughs> as well there. Right, it's a great day for yourself and the family, but for you as well, to be named the player of the match as well after the final today, great achievement. I know you're all the same and you say it's a team sport and the whole lot, but for God's sake, when you win a player of the game in the county final, it's special. Ah, oh, look, too special. I'm nearly embarrassed about it more than that, and I don't know why. Why? Oh, he scored, I think it was two, or was it one, two, or two, two, or something there? Oh, I don't know. It's an Irish thing. Look, there's, as you said earlier, Marianne Welsh was playing corner back today. She was still undergoing chemotherapy when we started All County League this year, earlier in the summer. She was training every, she didn't miss a nice train, even with the pick line in, and I know she wouldn't mind me saying it. Like, every every day of the week she goes out, she should be player of the match, and like, fair play to her today. Now she emptied the tank again, and we couldn't ask for more. Well, stuff like that certainly puts a lot of things into perspective. She certainly got a rousing uh, round of applause <laughs> when she came off there in the second half. Even some people were standing up to show their appreciation, but that's obviously the reason why. Yeah, no, that's it. And do you know what? It's everything she deserves and more. Like, I don't think I've ever been at a camogie match where a girl got a stand ovation going off. So I was nearly hoping the ref would blow it up there and then and just be to hell with it. But, um, if, geez, you don't have um, a glass heart not to have a tear in your eyes seeing that, especially when you know everything she's gone through and the hard work she's put in. So fair play to them all. Well, I said it to your dad earlier as well. You now have the bragging rights for at least 24 hours before <laughs> the lads go out and play tomorrow. You never know. You could be the only champions in Moonkine over the weekend time will tell with that tomorrow but it's a great feeling now for the lads obviously it gives them a great boost going into tomorrow as well yeah I know it does and I wouldn't even mind the bragging rights to be honest because we want to see them do equally as well and even I know Piltown are facing into another county final tomorrow and from one south club to another we'd wish them all the best in their senior endeavours tomorrow as well well 
we can say it at long last Moonkine are county champions <laughs> Laura Wall is a county champion well done and go enjoy the celebrations thanks I can retire now Martin <laughs> you retire that'll never happen <laughs> thank you Laura Wall first of all congratulations county junior champions rolls off the tongue very nicely I know tis wicked we waited this long isn't it it sounds so good but look was worth the wait thank God thanks be to God yeah. you were part of a dynasty that has lost many a final including last year we know it was heartbreak losing out to the village you came back a lot stronger this year and proved it to everyone how much of a champion you could be and by God did you prove it today yeah no look I suppose the hurt the last year really drove us on and the year before really we lost out to St Clair's in the semi-final by a point and they went on to win it so there has been a lot of heartbreak and we've kept that at the back of our minds all the time and we've been training in the wet and the cold and everything else and um, all we've ever worked on those ourselves and improving ourselves and even after we lost the league final earlier this year by a point and we had a good chat and dressed ourselves down after that and all we talked about was being honest and I think that's what everyone gave here today and thankfully it paid off. Yeah, I know we were talking to Derek on Tuesday with the podcast and he was saying us that even the buzz around the village and the whole lot was great but to have everyone training and that the camaraderie was there with yourselves was evident. You know, it really showed there today that everyone from 1 to 15, you really work for one another. Yeah, and you know what, I'd actually say 1 to 30. Um, whether you're on the field or outside the white line, everyone gave trained equally as hard and drove us on equally as much for the 60 minutes. But um, it's been a huge boost for the club and we really echo the One Club initiative in Munkine and we do consider ourselves all the One Club and they support us as we support them. As Derek said during the week, we're rooting for them, they're rooting for us and I wish them now all the best tomorrow and hopefully this will give them a lift going into it. Yeah, your dad just said the very same thing to me, like even the facilities <laughs> from... The yeah, man. yeah. Well, I'll ask that question. What's it like to have the old fella training the team when you're playing? <laughs> oh, sure, Jesus, look. It's good and bad. I <laughs> uh, no, look, I, I, I'm... That, my father's training me since I'm able to walk so having him up Munkine training me is no different to having him in the back garden training me it's even better if nothing else so made it extra special Yeah he's been there a long time he nearly is Mr Munkine Camogie <laughs> as well there right, it's a great day for yourself and the family but for you as well to be named the player of the match as well after the final today great achievement I know you're all the same and you say it's a team sport and the whole lot but for God's sake when you win a player of the game in a county final it's special Ah, oh, look, too special. I'm nearly embarrassed about it more than that, and I don't know why. Why? Oh, he scored, I think it was two, or was it one, two, or two, two, or something there? Oh, I don't know. It's an Irish thing. Look, there's, as you said earlier, Marianne Welsh was playing cornerback today. She was still undergoing chemotherapy when we started All County League this year, earlier in the summer. She was training every, she didn't miss a nice train, even with the pick line in, and I know she wouldn't mind me saying it. Like, every every day of the week she goes out, she should be player of the match, and like, fair play to her today. Now she emptied the tank again, and we couldn't ask for more. Well, stuff like that certainly puts a lot of things into perspective. She certainly got a rousing uh, round of applause <laughs> when she came off there in the second half. Even some people were standing up to show their appreciation, but that's obviously the reason why. Yeah, no that's it and do you know what it's everything she deserves and more like I don't think I've ever been at a camogie match where a girl got a standing ovation going off so I was nearly hoping the ref would blow it up there and then and just be to hell with it but um, jeez you don't have um, a glass heart not to have a tear in your eyes seeing that especially when you know everything she's gone through and the hard work she's put in so fair play to them all Well I said it to your dad earlier as well you now have the bragging rights for at least 24 hours before <laughs> the lads go out 
and play tomorrow. You never know. You could be the only champions in Moonkine over the weekend. Time will tell with that tomorrow. But it's a great feeling now for the lads. Obviously, it gives them a great boost going into tomorrow as well. Yeah, I know it does. And I wouldn't even mind the bragging rights, to be honest, because we wanted to see them do equally as well. And even, I know, Piltown are facing into another county final tomorrow. And from one South club to another, we'd wish them all the best in their senior endeavours tomorrow as well. Well... We can say it at long last. <laughs> Moonkine are county champions. <laughs> Laura Wall is a county champion. Well done and go enjoy the celebrations. Thanks. I can retire now, Martin. <laughs> you retire. That'll never happen. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, John Grant. Derek is here with it as well. He's getting congratulations. You're just after winning the junior county final here. Your overall emotion, I suppose, of the afternoon here? Relief, I suppose, is the first emotion. Anyway, it's, we were a long time trying to get out of junior. We've been there, thereabouts for a few years now, and it's it's taken a, a while to do it. And fairness to Piltown put everything up to us today and probably kept us, kept us focused for the whole game because we couldn't leave Anton lie down, but relief was the biggest. Yeah, we were talking to Spud even in the build-up to it. Nine county finals she's after losing at this grade. So today was certainly the day for yourselves. A happy one overall. Yeah, no, it's great now. It's great to have just a weekend at dinner with the lads playing tomorrow as well. Like It's important that we kind of got, a, we got a good start today and kind of drive the rest of the weekend on. And look, we've our bit done now. Let's hope we can get the same thing out tomorrow now as well. Yeah, I suppose the buzz in the parish must have been exceptional. And for ye to be out first, to have the bragging rights, ye wanted to win and not to have the pressure possibly going on then tomorrow of the men winning and the girls not winning. You've done year a bit now, so it's up to the lads tomorrow. Yeah, no, the, the last week, the last two weeks since both of us got to the final, been great around. Just a bit of a buzz, everyone is talking hurling. It's great for the girls this week with the final on the same weekend. As soon as the hurling final is mentioned, the camogie is mentioned, they're getting the same the same respect around the parish as they, as the men are getting so it's it's great for them like talk about the support you had today on oh, you mentioned it in commentary earlier on the green and white bobbles was all over John Locke Park today it was great to see yeah no it's brilliant like, the girls appreciate every bit every bit of support they get like a lot of them there's a few faces you'd see down when we down Greg Namana some Sunday mornings and they'd be up in Valley Ragged the same the next Sunday morning there's a lot more here today, but that, it's just, look, that's the buzz that's there at the moment. Everyone just wants to be out watching Hurling, watching Camogan. You get this kind of weather this time of the year, like for, you know, the middle of November. It's great, like, that we can have these kind of games now, like, so it's just, you know, just delighted for them. The, the work they put in, unbelievable, like. So. Talk to us about that work. I mean, you went in at half time. It looked like that you might have a good lead going in with the two goals. That third goal, though, put the icing on the cake just before half-time. Yeah, badly needed. We, um, the second quarter there, we just we didn't. I'd say it's the only score we got in the second quarter. And we knew that uh, our backs were keeping us in it at that stage. We're keeping a bit of a gap. We had a bit of a gap. That goal then... And it didn't It didn't have its one for us, but it definitely, it definitely put us out there, up there with the chance of it and the work rate stayed going to the end so thank God we're over the line exactly well I know they're looking for you for the team photograph now so I won't delay you thanks a million John thanks Martin alright thanks very much Joe Wall happy Moonkine manager you've just been crowned junior champions here in Kilkenny what's your feeling at the minute I should we're over the moon Martin especially after last year like we're 
we went close last year, even though the village were probably a better team than us. We still felt we had chances and we left them after us. And uh, today, we got a bit of the rub of the green today. We got a few goals early on and we were playing from the front all the time, which makes an awful difference. Yeah, I suppose you came in with a heavy favourites tag on your heads as well. Did that kind of weigh down a small little bit on you? I sure it would too, yeah. And, and the fact that we were neighbours then and the girls, a lot of the girls are going to school together in Carrick and that, so they'd know another pretty well. So it was, it was very hard to get, um, uh, to get a real spirit there forward like you know what I mean but still the girls were well up for it I think they fought hard you know it was a tough battle Piltown you'd know they were a, the end of a senior, a senior club like you know what I mean most of them are playing with seniors and training with seniors and you could see that all throughout the field We mentioned that above in commentary Piltown work rate was really really good they put it up to yourselves I suppose at half time it looked like that you were going to win with a, a small lead with the two goals that you had but then to get the third goal must have been a, a real bright spark for yourselves and a great boost going into the half time break so It was yeah and, and, and would you believe the very same thing happened to us last year against the village we matched them toe for toe up to half time and just before half time they got a goal and uh, like, as today, it gave us a great boost today, and it gave them a great boost last year. It's, a, it's like this old saying goes, it's a great time to get a goal because the team hadn't time to recover. And it was, it was actually a lucky goal enough, and Neve Crowley that got it there, but I don't know, you kind of deceived the goalkeeper some way, but it was a, we were lucky to get it. We were lucky as you it. say before, you have to take your bit of luck, and it's yeah. a great bit of luck going into the half-time break as well, but 3-4 from your inside forward line, absolutely phenomenal, the three. Yeah. They did today, and they've been doing it all the year, in fairness to them. Uh, but um, I thought Piltown really matched up. They got the matchups out the field really well because Sarah and Marie Cochran and Emily, they are half-back line, are supplying our full forward line all the year. And I think the supply was cut off today. We didn't get as much ball in as we normally do. Like, And um, fair play to Piltown for that. They, they, they really got matchups right. And um, we had to battle all the way. It was a tough game. It was a tough game. We're lucky the weather was brilliant, and the pitch is fantastic here. Like... You know, we could have got a, a real, a real mucky day into it. Have been a different, a different game then. Yeah, lucky to get the pitch here in Callan for a lot of the Camogie yeah. finals. In fairness, talk to us about the buzz in the village the whole week. Like you're there a long time with this team. Now you've been there at highs. You've been there at lows. You have young lads playing in the final tomorrow as well with the juniors in the Wall household itself. What yeah. has been the week like? I should have to moving out now, but anyway. We'd be trying to keep it as low-key as possible. Did they ever move out, Joe? No, they do. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't get rid of them. But um, all great buzz. Any night in the field during the week, they have, the shop was open there and they were selling stuff and the crowd, there was a queue out there one night. Youngsters buying stuff, hats and flags. It's absolutely brilliant in the club. And we're so fortunate. And as I said to um, Nicky Brennan there, we had access to the amenities in the club there all the year. And fair play to the... To see the Tom Murphy and, and the chairman of the club, we never had to ask for anything. Once we had our rotor sorted there, there was no problem. We had access and we had lights. We were able to train on the lights there, which is brilliant. We know you see other clubs there and they, the only bit of hurling they get is the weekends probably. So we're lucky we have the facilities down there and they were available to us all the time. Like We're, we're not classed as a, a second-hand, uh, second-class citizens down there. We're all the one. And it's brilliant, and I hope we give the bit of momentum to the team tomorrow. Well, you have bragging rights now for at least 24 hours. The yeah. hurlers are out tomorrow. It could be a lot longer, Joe, depending on how tomorrow goes as well. But I'm sure you're going to relish the challenge now going up intermediate next year. We will, we will, Martin. We don't know what's ahead of us, really. We played a few teams in challenge matches, and we broke even with them, more or less. But then there's another step up again above that. 
And um, like once the next new year comes, they'll have to start working again. And they, we have some good teams coming. Like the Miners were beaten by Piltown in the semi final. And um, there's some good girls coming. Under 16s did well, and under 14s did well. So, you know, the future looks good for the club, but you, you get nothing handed to you in Kilkenny. You have to work for everything. So, once the new year comes, they'll have to work again. Exactly. Well, I know you'll enjoy this celebration anyway tonight. Joe Wall, I can eventually say it to you. County champions, you're going intermediate next year. Well done on a fantastic year and enjoy the night tonight. Thanks very much, Martin. Thanks a lot. And thanks for the Camogie Club in general, the county board in general. You're giving great exposure to the Camogie on the radio and with the podcast and everything like that. And uh, fair play to you for keeping it going. Well, unfortunately, we don't have a manager of the year, but I'm sure a couple of the girls will make the team of the year anyway. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Well done, Joe. Thank Thank you. And from junior to senior, here's the Dixborough post-match reaction after they defeated Piltown. Donald Carroll, Dixborough manager. You're a happy man just after coming away out of an epic battle victory against Piltown here in Callan this afternoon. I suppose your overall emotion after the final whistle. Now the first emotion has to be relief. If you can come out on top after a game like that, where it's nip and tuck the whole way through, you're just relieved that we managed to get the last score of the game and that was the only difference between the teams. Yeah, they were fairly even, went into the break, uh, one six to nine points, was, or, yeah, level. Mm. Uh, then it comes to nine minutes to go, you're level again. And as you said, your girls seemed to push on for the last few minutes and got the winning scores. Happy enough with that. Yeah, they got the winning scores, but even even more so, I think they just they shut up shop. They worked and worked and worked. And a game like this, this time of year, is never going to be high scoring. So all it's as important to stop the scoring at one end as it is to get the scores at the other. When it was in the melting pot and you got the penalty and up steps uh, Amy to take it and she hit a belt or just unfortunate uh, it went the wrong it side of the post flashed it flashed wide you know and I said that earlier on I said that was the difference in the Thomastown game one of our shots flashed inside one of theirs flashed wide that's that's what the sport is about all you can do is prepare them for the game after that luck definitely comes into it we were unlucky with the penalty but lucky to get over the line after that after the penalty missed did you think to yourself it's not going to be our day today no look we're this team never dies you saw that two years ago there were two points down later on two years ago and they managed to pull it out they'll stick with what we're telling them they'll stick with the game plan they won't panic they'll stay working they'll stay believing in themselves and that's what got us over the line in the end Second title in three years fantastic achievement for the club looking forward now to going forward into the Leinster Championship? Uh, Sure not yet we'll enjoy tonight and then we'll have a look at it after that Well you have a bit of a break because I don't think you're out until January anyway so you'll be able to enjoy this one still is it going to be hard though being such a long break until January now to keep the girls motivated to go forward to Leinster It, it, it is it is but if you look at it the, the local the county champion is the one to win the, after that we, ha- we've, we didn't get over the first round the last time it's a, it will, we'll consider it a kind of a bonus, but getting ready for next year, I mean, everybody is going to be gunning for his next year. That's the way that it works. We'll need to be ready for that. The All-Ireland, the Leinster Championship will come around. We'll use that as a kind of a target for starting training at the start of next year and take it from there. You come into the game as favourites, big favourite tags on your head. Did that weigh down slightly on yourselves? Well... 
I would again. I don't know how anybody could put his favourites against a team like Piltown. But no, it didn't. It didn't. You could see it from the performance. They never stopped. They never gave up. They never panicked. Any time you play in a big match like this, the concern is that the team come out and their legs are heavy and and they start to doubt themselves. Fortunately, our girls didn't. They were they got going right from the start. So no, I don't think any tags were attached to us, or we certainly didn't feel any pressure. We were talking to you last Tuesday night on the Come On Kind podcast. You were optimistic in one way, but sceptical and, I suppose, apprehensive about the game against uh, Piltown. It proved its point there today, though. An epic battle and a great one to come away with the win. Uh, yeah, look, you have, to be, you have to be realistic. Piltown weren't there by accident. You know, they're a fine, fine team. They did very well. We knew we were going to have a battle. We were prepared for it. And I, I think it showed. If we hadn't to be right on the top of our game, there's no way we would have gotten over the line with one point against that Piltown team. They, they were exceptional today. You have a lovely blend of a mixture between youth and not so young. We won't call them older players as such, but it must be great to see the younger players coming up after coming up from 16s and minors. They're now playing with the adult team as well. You take the like of uh, Amy Clifford, you know, uh, Asha McCarty, Neve Feeling, back centre-back, Neve got player of the match as well. So it must be great seeing these young players coming along. Yeah, and, and, and Katie Byrne is another in at cornerback, this image. I can't believe, you know, the maturity that these girls have. They stood up, they shouldered the responsibility, they didn't pull away from anything. They gave Piltown the respect they deserved, but they didn't shy away from it. They all knew their jobs today when every single one of them, regardless of whether it was one of the, we'll call them the younger girls, or one of the old experienced hands, they all did exactly what we wanted them to do and they all had great games. Good night be had now in Dixborough tonight. Ah, we'll have a nice night in. All right, well, thanks very much. Well done. Congratulations, Donald. Thanks, Martin. Eva Prendergast, winning Dixborough captain. You're just after lifting the trophy there a short time ago. Your overall feeling after the final whistle today? Oh, it was unbelievable, Martin. We absolutely fought as a team to the very end. That's what this team's about. We're not made of individuals. We're a team throughout in every position so just to get a performance like that today and get over the line it was unbelievable Yeah you mentioned about the team the team certainly battled your backs were to the wall there for a while nine minutes to go it was level Amy stepped up misses a penalty then she hit it so well just went the wrong side of the post did you think today wasn't going to be your day after all? Uh, no, uh, I knew that there was an extra few minutes left and stuff like that. So, And I knew that this group of girls would put in until the final whistle. Uh, we learned that the good way two years ago and stuff like that. So we knew that this game would never be over until the final whistle. Piltown are an unbelievable team and we just needed to keep fighting. So that's what we did and we got over the line. Just talking to Donald there and I was saying to him, you have a great mix of young and older players in the team as well. Fantastic to see. And the camaraderie between the whole lot of you seems to be outstanding. What's the secret? Um, Martin, would you believe I'm the second oldest on the team? And I go away it, that. It, it, it hurts me now, to be honest. But <laughs> I know it's unbelievable. Uh, we do be skating each other. We were um, slating each other there at training. We were listening to the podcast. And uh, I think Anya said about... Um, Amy filling Jenny's shoes and Neve filling Kira's shoes so the girls weren't too impressed but we were given a bit of slagging so I know it's great to have the younger girls coming up and even like the underage uh, group as well so just keep driving the older ones on I suppose. You've been inside with Kilkenny at a senior level you were there in Crow Park for the All-Ireland final in 2020 I suppose though nothing can compare with going out and winning a county title with all of the players your friends that you've played with all throughout the years it makes it something special That's it exactly Marin. it's special um, 
I, I don't take away from playing with the county, but just playing with your club is absolutely unbelievable and winning with your club. Um, this That group of girls, they're like sisters to me. Um, I've grown up with them. I went to primary school, secondary school with them and even like just played Camogie throughout the years with them. We've been a part of every team together and to get a county t- title is unbelievable. Yeah, your second title as well in three years. You know, for such a relatively new club at senior level, I suppose, fantastic achievement. Yeah, that's it. And, and that's down to the the generation coming through um, like uh, even at training like we have a junior team as well so there's good numbers there everyone's fighting for a position um, even doing possession matches you'll be looking around to see who's on your team whether you get a, a, a belt in the ankle or not <laughs> uh, but that's what it's all about Martin, and yeah it's unbelievable well that's great I know the girls are looking for you over there now to go enjoy the celebration so I'd say it'll be a quite one overall in Dixborough tonight uh, I don't know about that now but sure <laughs> we'll see how it goes <laughs> well congratulations well deserved and a fantastic victory. Go enjoy the celebrations, Aoife. Thanks a million, Marin. I'm here now with uh, Amy Clifford with a big smile on her face. Amy, you're just after winning a county title with Dixborough. What's the feeling like? Oh, Jesus, unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Especially, obviously, celebrating with my sisters as well. Fantastic. Yeah, it must be strange. Three sisters out of the one household on the same team hasn't really happened before. We know the Downey twins was there all them years ago, but to have two sisters and yourself, three in total, mum and dad must be happy as well. Oh, Jesus, there, yeah. Over the moon. I suppose we can't do it without talking about the penalty miss. You're up, you step, you're looking directly at Ethan Norris. You hit it so well. What did you think the minute it hit the hurl? Um, well, we came out yesterday, we went to the Thomastown game and we practiced there and they kind of weren't really on, on kind of farm. But then um, he just said, look, see how it goes, don't hit it too close to the post. And obviously, it's not, it's not, I'm not really letting it bother me at all, but yes. Well, these things happen. When you missed, did you think to yourself, God, today is not going to be our day? Oh yeah, head straight down. Oh, it's just like, oh, that's it, it's over now, I'm after losing it for the team, whatever. Well, you certainly bounced back because you got a couple of lovely frees, especially one out on the sideline there towards the end of it, which put you the point ahead, and that ended up to be almost the winning point as well in the game. But to come from a minor All-Ireland final with Kilkenny only a couple of months ago, to start with your under-16, your minor team with Dixborough, you're now in the senior team, you're a senior county final winner. What does it feel like? Uh, well, when you, like, you think about it like that, it does sound unreal and... We're all basically a family here anyway. We've all been with each other since, obviously, the younger age. But, yeah, no, it's fantastic to be with them all. And it's great winning a, an All-Ireland medal with your county. You can put on the black and amber jersey, mm-hmm. but it makes it more special when you're doing it with all your with friends family. and the people and the family around you. Yeah, 100% better. Quite one tonight in Dixborough? <laughs> I wouldn't say that, now. Well, everyone else said it is, so you tell a lies on me now. It's going to be a quite one, yeah. Well, you are a county final winner at senior level. Congratulations, Amy. Go enjoy the celebrations. Thank you. Now switching attention quite slightly, we'll have Jack Hyland and Benny O'Regan from the Kilkenny Tekkis group. Uh, What is Tekkis? You're going to find out right about now. (laughs) 
Yeah, well, basically in Kilkenny, we've set up uh, a group here in Kilkenny about um, alternative sporting backgrounds. So we've now formed this combination game, which is called Tekis. So it's basically uh, tennis meets volleyball on a curved ping pong table. On a, bro- on a broken table. <laughs> yeah, uh, a little bit bent, all right, from the heat or something like that. But um, yeah, it's kind of unique in its own regard. It's not the same flatness as a normal ping pong table. But um, we've started um, incorporating a few of the sports that were that were brought to it with the table. Uh, the, it started in Hungary, and they started with a game called Tech Ball, which is basically ping pong football. So then they started looking at the other mainstream sports and see what else could they combine with this specially curved table. So during the pandemic, I was used to I come from the volleyball background, and as you as you know me before, I'm with the Kenny Spartans Volleyball Club. So I was uh, represented Ireland as well. Yes. Yeah, represented Ireland. You're, 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 yeah, don't be modest. Be, you're about to be a triple, triple uh, uh, Irish international. <laughs> no, I, I think I don't know what's for five. now. this will be my fifth sport Hex, representing Hex, Ireland. Hexagonal. No, quintuplets <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. So I've represented Ireland in three the volleyball farm sports: so indoor volleyball, beach volleyball, and this game called Tech Volley. So basically, ping pong volleyball. So like once lockdown happened, like I was limited with terms of my indoor activities and with the amount of people I could hang around. So then like I play tennis for years on and off. I've been it's been my main go to sport since I was eight years old. So I always had that in the back of my mind. If ever anything else is kind of, you know, um, not going well for me or something like that, that, I can always revert to another sport just to change it up, you know, mix it up, uh, give a bit of variety. So then I just started doing the exact same with the table. So I just started playing. I had two beach tennis bats that I brought back from Italy. So then I started playing with the softer ball and then asking people here, do you want to try a game? And just one thing leads to another because it was very, very easy to um, adapt to the game because there's not a big playing area and the touches are still within a small confined area. So the emphasis is more on your skill rather than on your fitness level. And that incorporated a lot of people of different ages with different backgrounds, whether they came from a tennis background, a volleyball background, or, or, the, I pub. Ju- or the pub. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just it melded all into one. People kind of uh, warmed to the game. They bought into the idea. They bought into the what they were getting out of it because it ended up being one of those very good, pleasant distractions of creating a social distance outlet in a recreational environment that people then thought, okay, like this is kind of good to kind of, these people are nice, you know, the game is not, you know, overbearing or anything like that, where you're going to be huffing and puffing or anything like that. It's usually like on the touches, but everyone else was kind of very inclusive. And that Mm -hmm. kind of like as the Rolling Stone gathers moss, more and more people started to come uh, more involved into it. And the people over in Hungary started to take notice when they seen a lot of my videos that were put up on the social media pages. So it didn't seem like a higher level of skill of what they're used to, the ones that invented the game in Hungary. So they would their awareness took us to where we are right now, which is they asked me if I could get an Irish representation they're going to put on this Master Series. They're putting it on to all the five tech sports. So they've already had the tech ball, and they're going to have the tech volley next weekend. I think they're having tech pong this weekend. That's the table tennis game. So for us, we're the last of the five, which is on the 4th and 5th of December in Hungary. And that's the Techist Master Series. So there's in total, there's only six countries represented. And we, we have the honor of being one of those six countries. And that comes off the back of the hard work throughout the pandemic of trying to, cre- as you said, creating your videos and trying to grow a yeah. community. And I suppose, Jack, that's where you kind of came in then. I, I when... am a member of the community, yes. Yes. Yeah, so how, how did... Could, the actual table itself is quite uh, visually pleasing to look at. It, it is, it, it's yes, quite yes. It, it, 
aesthetically pleasing, I should yeah. say. So what attracted you to the game? Because you don't have... Do you have the volleyball background maybe no, that Benny I, has? I, this will be my first and probably only time representing Ireland. Um, <laughs> Here, the Eurovision as well, man. Th- this is true, actually, yes. And you've heard my songs. I won't plug them, <laughs> but yes. Um, but, uh, like... Many there was many an attraction, but like it was something to play during the lockdowns as much as anything else. We kept it going. Like that's kind of, I suppose to me that's the most admirable part. And give Benny his dues for that. Of it was something to do. It was literally something to do for kind of, especially you know the last really long lockdown. Like it was something to do for the last kind of year and a half when there wasn't much else on. It was a serious outlet for us all to have. Uh, and then in terms of what attracts me to it or the fun part, like. Pretty much everyone that plays it enjoys it instantly. It's it's. Oh, I don't want to say it's too easy because you know we are Irish internationals. So yeah, <laughs> and not everyone can do this. <laughs> but um, you can pick it up. You know, you can pick it up easily enough. You have fun instantly. It doesn't require power necessarily, or whatever, whichever way you want to use power. And yeah, it's just it's very entertaining. Even compared to, like, I started playing a bit of tennis now, and I enjoy tennis, and you can certainly wallop the ball in tennis more than you can in this sport. Because if you hit it in this, you see it has to hit off the table and then hit inside the court. So oh, if you right. just wallop it, like, give it a big whackaroo, mm. it's just going to fly off, and it's the other person's point. But, yeah, so it's just, it's good crack. It's good fun. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah, visually it- pleasing and... Whatever it looks, it looks like good. Pleasing. Yeah, it looks like good fun from the videos that you're making. So we're all aware. Or maybe of that. I just make the videos that good. <laughs> but uh, social media is a huge aspect of any type of growing sport, I would imagine. Um, I would assume that you're not kind of government backed because it's, it seems to be this new sport in Kilkenny, and uh, we know that a lot of kind of minority sports wouldn't be backed um, with any government funding or anything like that. So in terms of Budapest, is this coming off your own back, and is this coming from the work that you've been done maybe putting in classes and stuff well the work that we put in is basically just getting ourselves up to a certain uh, playing standard so like I do have enough or editing the videos at or the editing right I have to say I've really improved <laughs> with Spe- video editing the velocity I, I, must thank, video. <laughs> I must thank all the teachers and the young Irish filmmakers for uh, giving me all their dues and their expertise and making me with the knowledge that I have in terms of making video editing but regardless of that um, everything is coming from hungry Hungary is like has it well well financed. There's like and who's uh, who's one of the main sponsors? Well, again? one of the main sponsors just because we could get some other the, people into the sport this way. The financial <laughs> the main financial backer is one of the richest people in the world, and he's ba- he's from Hungary, based in Hungary, and he was the one who set up the idea of the live Jasmine chats. So, so that would be adult entertainment. Yeah. Right. <laughs> would be uh, but look, one, of the, one of his main uh, outsources. So <laughs> like if the money is clean I don't really care because yeah. like it's like the same way that you have philanthropists you have the same with Bill Gates or um you know Steve Jobs they're always trying to put back in some way so Well you look at Berlusconi over in Italy and he was the director and owner of AC, AC Milan, Milan and, yeah, and and Sky Italia as well. So he has his business interest, but like, is it for a greater good? And I believe that, regardless of where it comes from, oh, yeah. you need you need something to start off. And one of the helpful starts is to have a financial pot to kind of make sure that you don't go under, especially in your first few years as a new business. And speaking of starting off, then, and speaking of business, I assume that you're open for business and are looking for new people to to, to come along. Always, always. Uh, now that we've kind of established ourselves, sports in in two venues, one indoor and one out. Outdoor. So we've now established every Thursday in the watershed from seven o'clock for anyone who wants to come and try out. We have two tables down there, 
and we have a three hour session for that but ideally if anyone wants to come that's new to it I would uh, advise them come at 7 o'clock so at least that way you can get a taster of what the sport is like without any real pressure it's all done on a, on a kind of a social ambience that uh, we're always open very welcoming because like with everything we always want to get that sense of belongingness and nothing nothing gets you feeling way better once you feel belonged into a certain group and once you have that um, starting foot of uh, open arms uh, you and you come with an open mind then things become very very easy and time goes by time flies when you have fun and you and most and that's what's happening right now we're growing a good bit as it is because now of the changing of the seasons and we have an established day during the week but it's also as well as that we also have a table down at the old tennis court down in Paddy's Palace which is at the Kenny County Council mm. because with, uh, uh, with the backdrop of the castle and the autumnal leaves fantastic uh, it is like a really a good very, very, a very Kilkenny location <laughs> <laughs> what's even great about it there's very little wind that's going to disturb us but uh, also it's it, when we were saying about like social media being a huge motivator for people to see what we're doing people walking by on, on oh, yeah. by the court people will they will literally walk by and not far off like bang into a pole because they'll be walking and they'll be looking and there's a constant kind of there's a chatter of like what? well it, That's it, 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 it looks it looks on a conversation they ask what what yeah. is this and next and thing you know now, yeah exactly and that's how like another place of word to mouth or in this case is a is a ice ice to court just so happened to be doing their own thing just going on a walk on was it modern street lack and walk or whatever yeah, yeah, coming by, by the, the court before they get to the back of the River Court Hotel. Actually, so if anyone is wondering what the hell they're seeing when they're on that walk, it's Tekis. Tekis. T-E-Q-I-S. T-E-Q-I-S. Like tennis, you just replace the double N's with a Q. Yeah. Just so. if people are looking to follow it on social media, yes. I suppose that they can follow your journey over in Budapest as well. Yeah. And we're looking forward to following it here at Scoreline. We'll be no doubt keeping up to date what the two of you are doing as the two Irish representatives in the Tekis Masters over Absolutely. in Hungary. Benny, Jack, wish you nothing but the best, sirs. And as I said, people, if they want to follow along your journey, if they want to contact you in regards to it, I'd imagine social media is one of the best formats. It's, it's probably the best way altogether. And the best way to find us is going to be under Tech Sports Kilkenny. And that's T-E-Q for the word tech. It's the Hungarian for table. But it's just oh. that we, we try to bro- <laughs> we try to broaden into all the sports that we're not just confined to techus, but a majority of our community has embraced techus more than any of the other sports. So if you see another tech sport that you might enjoy... Tech hurling. Tech hurling mm-hmm. is another thing for the future as tech well. If you, slide. Once your <laughs> knees are busted and your shoulders are busted, we can find a way to kind of make you a winner in some regard, especially with hurling on its name anyway, yeah. and a title. And finally, here's Joe Sheen from Greyhound Racing Ireland giving us the rundown on what happened at Kilkenny Greyhound Stadium and beyond. What a fantastic night of action we had in Kilkenny Greyhound Stadium last night for the Lakela Initiative, which was free admission for all patrons last night in the initiative of Lakela to remember all those we've lost, unfortunately, during the period of COVID-19. It was nice, it was a lovely night to remember all those and precious people that we've lost over the last 18 months or so. And it was a great night, we had some fantastic, fantastic racing. And race 5, we had the Grange Road Gallop Moonkind Navis 525 final and it was won locally by the one and only Mert Lahey with Ireland's own who came in in a very, very quick clock of 28.87 staying on stoutly for the owners, the McLean Avenue Syndicate. 
Ireland's own went unbeaten throughout this competition, winning last week in 29.09 and improving number of lengths this week to win in 28.87 by half a length to Ku Makua and Kilkenny Senti back in third. Elsewhere on the card, we also had the semi finals of the 12,000 euro Deadly Kennels A2525 semi finals, with Lemon Nicky taking the first semi final in a very quick clock of 28.58 at a price of 2 to 1. Hello Hammond for Paul Hennessy was second, and Tree Moon Rocket was third. At a price of 12 to 1, and thus those three progress into next week's Deadly Kennels A2525 final. The other semi final was won by Adamant Approach at a price of 20 to 1. So, just goes to show you sometimes you have to keep an eye out for the dark horses at, at 20 to 1, winning in 28.85. Me Vicky was back in second, and back in third was Lemon Johan at a price of 1 to 2 favourite. And those three progress to next week's semi or finals, should I say. And we have a cracking, cracking final to look forward to of the Deadly Kennels A255. Elsewhere, down in Limerick, with some local interest, we have the Paul Hennessy trained Boyle Sports Bingo for the connections of those who own and run Boyle Sports Betting Company, running from Trap 2 in the second quarterfinal, so we're down to quarterfinal stages of this year's matchbook betting exchange, Irish St. Ledger, down in Limerick. Boyle Sports Bingo runs from Trap 2, has been running quite consistently over the last number of weeks in Limerick. Has some nice 750 form as well as Boyle Sports Bingo, and should stay very strongly in the Limerick track. In the third quarterfinal, Paul Hennessy also has Priceless Jet, who's been phenomenal, phenomenal servant for Team Hennessy. Runs from Trap 6 in the third quarter final. The Ledger is a massive, massive classic down in Limerick and has a price fund of an excess of €60,000. So hopefully our local contenders can go very, very far there. Down the quarter final stage, so 24 greyhounds left. Elsewhere in Shelburne Park, we with a price fund of €20,000, the IGOBF National Puppy Stake gets underway and we have four cracking quarterfinals to look forward to and local interests comprise of in the first quarterfinal trap five slippy hazel for trainer Myrtle Lahey, a winner in Limerick last time in 28-37 the slippy hazel looks very very exciting only a February 20 whelp this pitch so it looks very very exciting indeed in the second heat then another Myrtle Lahey trained runner Lou Jano for the club of champions syndicate a massive syndicate there this one looks very very impressive to date and has some nice runs around Kilkenny and Shelburne Parkton and looks to perhaps have massive chances massive claims to progress next week's IJOBF National Puppy semi-finals in heat 3 we have two local runners in comprising of Trap 1 Kilgraney Sydney for Mary Buggy and Thomas Buggy of Carlo, who has some lovely trials around Kilkenny on its card and looks to have a good chance tonight. And in trap six in the same heat for Mr. John Mackey of County Kilkenny, Foyle Wally, who was a winner in 28.77 last time out. And that wraps up our Greyhound Racing action this weekend across the country, both in Shelburne Park in Limerick and locally in Kilkenny Greyhound Stadium. <laughs> that's our lot here at Scoreline Extra thanks very much for tuning in you can catch us live every Saturday and Sunday on KCLR where we continue to bring you live games and coverage post-match reaction and interviews from a wide range of different sports until then I will show you stay safe stay sane